No, it wasn't though. There wasn't any Lincoln Park. So I don't know if it really is. It really a Transformers movie. Mm. Especially after what's happened. Did have Stan Bush though. Yeah, yeah. All right, in a roundabout way. What do you mean in a roundabout way? Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Omcast. Uh, in addition to the grand rewatch, we do actually go and see other films. Um, this week we are bringing out a slightly belated episode where we went to see Bumblebee. Yeah. So uh, you say belated? We went on New Year's Day. Yeah. So when we come back to do our um, review of the year, we can remember that on New Year's Day we went to the cinema. Well, yeah, we did. That's a yeah. good idea. Good point. <laughs> Hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we went and we saw Bumblebee, which is the new Transformers movie. Um, and it's not your daddy's Transformers movie. Well, no, no, actually, it is your daddy's Transformers. Kind of movie. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, it, it's basically a reboot. Um, essentially. Yeah. Um, so it's an origin story or a spin-off just about the character Bumblebee, the yellow um, Transformer, for those of you who like, don't know Transformers particularly well. Yellow Transformer. Well, yeah, Bumblebee he... the Scout class. Yeah, all right, all right. Don't start now, because basically what we've discovered in talking about this is that Tom knows a lot about Transformers. Yeah, I may have a hidden history of Transformers knowledge. I did not know this, because we've always talked about Transformers and just rolled our eyes about how awful the movies are. The Michael Bay movies. The Michael Bay, there's been five Michael Bay Transformers movies, which are just god-awful. Um, I mean, the first one is, like, watchable, at least. The first, Yeah, I still stand by the first one's good fun. Yeah. And then they devolve quite seriously and they're just they're really like leery and just gross and like not funny and they get worse as well oh yeah really bad really bad Uh, but anyway we're not talking about that basically we were uh, contemplating having this as part of the grand rewatch but the schedule was a bit full beforehand Mm. and you were absolutely committed to not watching any of the Michael Bay films I don't want to do that man (laughs) I don't want to do that like I can't make myself five of them and they're all like eight hours long and just, oh, God, no, just the thought of it. No, that's horrible. So one thing that I would say is that sort of, I think we should acknowledge them in this because, to, to preface it, they're not good films. The first one's good, and then there are four others that are yeah. in a sliding scale of awfulness yeah. and nonsense. Yeah. Um, But this does a lot to, where well, reboots the universe. Almost. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I think again, it's like it's kind of like that um, thing where you have to talk about it in relation to what's come before because that's why it's so good. Yeah. So like it's like talking about the Force Awakens, comparing it to the prequels. Yeah. It's like it was so much better than the prequels because it was just this breath of fresh air, and it's similar to this. They sort of strip everything right back, and they get it. It's like an '80s sort of Iron Giant ET yeah. kind of throwback movie. Yeah, you can. There's a lot of Spielberg heart yeah. in it. Yeah, and they just and they sort of. Focus on the like characters building stuff, and it's about it's Haley Seinfeld is the main character of it, yeah. And it's that classic, you know, lost a parent and therefore find and then find some weird alien thing to sort of Sorry replace good. the parent. And it's it's very like it's derivative in a way, but not in a bad way, I guess. Yeah, in, in a yeah, it's yeah. paying homage as opposed to ripping something off. Yeah, it's definitely it's sort of acknowledging its roots almost. Mm. Well, it, it not almost, but it, it literally acknowledges its roots by the opening scene. Yeah, you, which almost, I, you almost died. Yeah, I <laughs> fell over when I saw it. But yeah, and the, it's, it's this really 
it's quite sweet in places as well. It's mm. quite touching in places. Um, there some... It is a little bit over the top in places, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Being that it is giant robots punching one another. Yeah, but even though the the fight sequences and stuff are done really well, and they so like, much better, and you can see what's happening, and some of them happen in daylight. Yeah, um, and like, and they they zoom out enough so you can actually see what's and like you can see that like Bumblebee has a style of fighting. He's not just yep. like slugging people. Yeah, because he is a smaller transformer as yeah. opposed to the bigger guys that he's fighting. But he's a really good fighter. Yeah, he's like a the, scrapper. And the fact that that's even a thing, because up till now, in all the Transformers movies that come before, they're just big lumps of metal just smashing into one another. Well, yeah, it's it's putting loads of scrap metal in a washing machine and then putting the camper in there as well. Yeah. And being like, <laughs> there's a fight scene. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, they go out of their way to not do that. Like like, like I say, the, the opening sequence is this action set piece set on Cybertron. The, yeah, the Transformers homeworld. Which, and it's like... And they all look like the what the what was known as the G one, the original versions yeah. of the characters. So they they get away from the old the Michael Bay designs and go back to like the original. They look like the cartoon versions, yeah. quite blocky, but at the same yeah. time photorealistic. But also at the same time, one interesting thing is is that people are like, oh, you know, what if they're Transformers. Why, why are they aliens? Why do they look like Earth cars? They address that straight away, and they're like, on Cybertron, they're not. They're in Cybertronian form. Yeah. And then when Bumblebee gets to Earth, yeah, that's when he sort of scans the forms from there. Yeah, and the design changes slightly. You can see where like the bumper because he's a um, VW Beetle. Yeah, um, which again is right, right back to the start. He was always meant to be a VW yeah. Beetle, and they never did that in the Michael Bay movies because VW Beetles aren't sexy, so they had to have it. Well, yeah, <laughs> partly because of that, and um, uh, again, steeping into some Transformers lore. Uh, Volkswagen, because of their history, shall we say, about building vehicles for a certain war <laughs> with a two in it, um, vowed not to make war toys. All oh, right, okay. So they wouldn't allow the likenesses of their vehicles to be used in war toy ways. Um, and then as time progressed, they allowed it for sort of a licensing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can have this, but primarily in like a hero style or in this sort of style or okay. this sort of style. So I think it was the dump truck full of money as well yeah. would have helped. But yeah, the the sort of the form that he has on Cybertron along with that of Optimus is there as well. Mm. Starscream's there as well in their original G1 yeah. pilot episode form that we saw yeah. last night. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's really really effective and it is actually it feels like the director understands the Transformers universe. Mm. You know, it's the guy who directed uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. That's what he did before. Yeah, so he used to be an animator. Yeah. And then he, Kubo was his directorial debut, I think. Yeah, that, yeah. Which is um, dumb real. Yeah. It's this beautiful, beautiful stop motion Leica film. Mm. Uh, so the people that made like box trolls and stuff as well, but this is mind blowing. It's so yeah. good. I still haven't seen it actually. I need to watch it. Yeah, you really should, man. Um, but yeah, Bumblebee. I mean, the thing is, it's it's not doing very well. At the no, office, unfortunately. unfortunately. And I think maybe that's partly due to when it's been released. It's been it's quite a busy season at the moment. Aquaman's yeah. doing really well. Spider Man into the Spider Verse doing really well. Um, and also is the fact that there's this negativity around the franchise. People are sick of Transformers. Yeah. So then they go, they're making another Transformers. You immediately sort of dismiss it. But I need to sort of say to anyone out there who isn't wasn't at any point a Transformers fan. This is the film you've been waiting for. This is yeah. what it always should have been. This is how, like, if they'd started the franchise like this, it would have been amazing. Yeah, exactly. It would have been great. Um, and they do, like, yeah, without getting into spoilers, they do set it up in a way whereby they can 
continue this thread on mm. and have it be a new, whole new um, franchise. And it'd be great to see that, but people have to go and see this. Yeah. Because if they don't make enough money, then they're not going to do it. Um, we can also, only hope... One of the things that I said, uh, I was saying to you when we came out was about it not doing well. There were Because we were talking about going to see this before Christmas. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we'll do it and then throw in like a short episode just on a review. I couldn't get, I couldn't book a ticket anywhere. I know, it was weird. There's some weird distribution stuff going on with it. It's particularly yeah. in the UK. I don't know if that's the same everywhere. But like, it was like, it's on for like a day and then it's not. And then I yeah. don't know when the actual release date was. I think it was like... 16th of December or something. Was like it? That. Yeah. Was that the actual release date? Something. It was that's just weird. Like a weird time for it to come out. Yeah. Um... And yeah, it must have been right in the middle of Ackman and all the rest of it. But yeah, yeah okay. Um, but yeah, now genuinely, human cast does a really good job. Heli Steinfeld's great in it. Yeah. Um, John Cena. John Cena's wicked. He's having it? a really good time, clearly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, there are some instances, particularly with his character, where I feel like you can see there's been some rewrites and some sort of yeah. things cut out or whatever. But it all strings together fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just a really solid. Yeah, Transformers like, there's movie. a plot in there that isn't convoluted by space cosmic yeah. god dust, and it doesn't get too over the top either. It's no. like it's still quite, it feels quite small scale. Yeah, um, in comparison to the other Transformers movies, which are always about the end of the world. Yeah, this is just a soldier has a mission, yeah. and there are some soldiers from the Decepticons who also have a mission. They have to stop each other from completing their missions. Yeah, that's it. There's no like all the leaders don't turn up and all the like there isn't a giant war or anything like that. No, it's like the most Transformers you see on screen at any one time is the opening. Well, yeah, the opening, but then once you're on Earth, it's like what three of them, three of them on screen, yeah, yeah, that's it. And that's and that's good because it makes it more character driven. And they make the they actually make the the Transformers characters rather than just big like vehicles for GI, yeah, and they actually give them character as well. Whereas in other films, I've seen all of the Transformers films. Um, you know, there are there are characters in it, but it's just reliant on that's the green one, that's the black one, that's the silver one, that's the one with flames on it. Yeah. And you're like and you know, okay, Optimus and Bumblebee and mm. Megatron and Sarscreen. Yeah. But there's all this other junk just sort of spinning and jumping around and just Yeah, it's nonsense. But then what this does is it really strips back, even to the way that Bumblebee itself is animated. So, uh, if I remember rightly, in the first Transformers film, Optimus Prime was made of something like, um, I think it was something like 110,000 individual moving parts. Jesus. Like his character design Mm. in the visual effects. And Bumblebee was about 80. And then all of the other characters were about 50. Mm. So, seeing how the sort of the hero characters are done. But in this, he is pretty fixed at most times. Like, his battle mask drops down, which yeah. you may have seen in the trailer. Um, but that's kind of really the only moving part. And like, his arm turns into a gun, mm. and a blade pops out. It doesn't turn, doesn't change and have all these millions of moving pieces for it to become a blade. It just pops out of his arm like a weapon would yeah, on yeah, a robot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really, like, I'm just trying to think, like, the, the, the human story as well. So, oh, I've forgotten his name now. John Ortiz. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he plays like human scientist and sort of a bit of a MacGuffin to introduce. Yeah, although I do like again, there's something that they've just they've like the other thing they kept doing in the in the old Transformers movies is keep trying to like work them into real world events. Mm. 
and sometimes it was a bit gross. Like I remember there being I can't remember which one which Transformers it was because they all blend into one. But there was one where it was like, oh yeah, the Transformers caused Chernobyl. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. That was Dark of the Moon. I yeah, think. and then there was, the, and then there was one where, yeah, they were on the, they caused them, or the reason for the moon landing was because there was a Cybertronian ship, and yeah. they keep going back and retconning like human history, and it's like this is fucking all, and like none, and they all contradict one another, film after film. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah. In this one, they do a little subtle, and well, it's not subtle, but they do one, and then they leave it, and it's the idea that the Cybertro- the Cybertronians, the Decepticons, gave us the internet. Yeah, they just basically just they they took our satellites and our phone systems and linked it all linked up it all in up. a way that we never thought to do. Yeah, and he's going, "This is amazing! I, I can't believe they do it. They they're using the phone system with all the and all that, and then it's some sort of interconnected web. And it's like, and we're <laughs> we're all sat there like, but then it's like, okay, that's cool. if you were to do sequels and stuff, it would be like, yeah, in the nineteen eighties, this and it's about the right time, just before the sort of the digital revolution kicked yeah, off yeah. and the, the internet started being a thing." It fits. It makes perfect sense if you want you to start making little things to say how the Transformers have been here since the eighties and they've influenced our world in ways that we don't even yeah. know. Like that's cool. Keep that going. Yeah, like, and it's like reverse engineering the technology yeah, that they've yeah, got yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Someone's obviously combining the alien technology with ours. That's the coolest sentence I've ever heard anyone <laughs> yeah. say. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, there's so so much potential here, and I hope that they can continue this, which yeah. I never thought I'd say with the Transformers movie. I think the biggest thing is that it's made me excited for Transformers again. Same, yeah. Um, which I've, uh, hasn't happened since 2007. Um, yeah, when I, I was like a fetus. Yeah, you were barely born. Yeah, we had you in that jar in the corner. I remember it well. <laughs> it grew you from that one strand of hair. Yeah. It's a very interesting development. In John Hammond never had a granddaughter. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, there isn't really that much to say about it. No. Like Bumblebee, is it's really good fun. It's kid-friendly as well, which I think is quite important. Yes. is um, Because the Bay Formers, should we, or as they should be known henceforth, were, like you say, they were really leery, they were really gross, yeah. they really misunderstood, they were... They were there were racist jokes in there. There were yeah, sexist jokes in there. That's what I like there. in this is that there was some genuinely... We laughed. We yeah. genuinely found it funny. Like It wasn't like cringy trying to be funny. It was just genuinely funny. Yeah. The only thing with it in terms of kids is that I don't know if the kids would like... Because so much time is spent not transforming, if you like, Yeah. with human characters. I don't know if kids would sort of zone out of that. I don't um, know. I mean, it's kind of... I don't have kids. so I don't know what their t- attention spans are like. Well, yeah, but it's. I think it's one of those things because you, you sort of have with a lot of these films, they're all they are grounded in having human characters there, yeah, yeah. and younger characters in there as well. So ET's got Elliot, his yeah, true, brother, and true. his sister. But then the ET, like to compare it to ET, ET was in the seventies when things were eighties, eighties even when the again attention spans were different. Like kids these days, like yeah, the, you have to. It's Kids' films in particular, they have to be a lot more fast-paced. They have to like keep. Yeah, well, it's just films in general. Yeah, I mean, look yeah, at two thousand one yeah. for example. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally lauded as one of the greatest films in human history, but is so slow that if somebody hasn't seen it and starts watching it now, they're going to have a lot of trouble because they're not used to that in yeah. cinema. It's same in like Blade Runner. Blade yeah. Runner is a big example of that. Yeah, uh, like one of the reasons that I love twenty twenty forty nine was because it took its time with things as well. But yeah, I mean, if we sort of say about the cast, I mean, a lot of the people that are in it, I haven't seen. No. 
in other things. So, I mean, the Hayley Steinfeld we've seen, yeah. she recently played Gwen Stacy in Spider-Verse. Yep. John Cena, everybody's aware of because he's a giant human. You can't see him. But hey, a wrestling joke. I like that. Um, John Ortiz. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, there aren't that many sort of really big, big names in there. No. One person I do want to point out is uh, Ron. Oh yeah, the her da- stepdad. Yeah, played by Steven Schneider. Yeah, who was like an archetype of an eighties stepdad. Yeah, but was really, really genuinely really funny. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And they are like eye rolling, cringe dad jokes. Yeah, but they're still really fun. You know, a smile can make a lot of people <laughs> says, "Hey, yeah. I'm approachable. I'm nice." Yeah, yeah. And, like, like, and I'm looking here, and I'm like looking at his actor Bumblebee. He's in one episode of Lucifer. Um, that's about it it's just nothing that I've ever seen him before but he was wicked and yeah I think if they were to continue with stuff like this by putting in lesser known people yeah maybe um, to keep the budget down spend the focus the budget on a Transformer or three and then bring in some genuinely charismatic people that can work well together no I don't want any of that just I want I want a three hundred million dollar budget and I want it entirely set on Cybertron. You want war for Cybertron? Yeah, I don't want it. Which want... is up on that shelf somewhere. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want. I don't. I don't want any humans. Fuck them. <laughs> Kill all humans. I've said this for years. Yeah, we need another plague. And sort a lot of things out. But yeah, that's the. I would love to see like a Optimus movie because there's a sort of. Again, without getting into spoilers, you could set an Optimus movie in parallel, like happening at the same time yeah. as Bumblebee. And have them all come together at the end, and it would be really cool. Yeah. But it would require a lot of it to be set off Earth, on Cybertron. Yeah, and again, it would mean that it was completely different from this, and it would be keep it all fresh and different. But it would cost an absolute fortune. So yeah, it cost a shit ton of money. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to like. So I mean, the, the you, you see in the G1 sequence, or what we're calling the G1 sequence on Cybertron you see a lot of other characters in there and it's like there is so much scope here for this almost almost avengers style universe yeah. for these to all build up in their own way yeah so you could have somebody like ironhide and red alert who are brothers mm. and then they could be on earth but it's about them being in i don't know in italy or australia or yeah. something like that and then you could have other ones here and then the transformers Overall, this sort of collective Transformers movie reboot, let's say in three or four years' time, would have Optimus going around and bringing them all in like Nick Fury would. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then they're like, we know that Megatron's on his way. He's coming here for MacGuffin. Hmm. We need to get everyone together. The Matrix of Leadership. Mm, no. Because they did that, and it was just a sock full of dust. Remember? I don't remember. I don't want to remember. That was in Trans Tumors. I don't, I don't, yeah. That's also. Trans Threamers no. was Leonard Nimoy. Trans Tumors was I am directly underneath the enemy scrotum. Yes. So let's forget it. Yeah. Trans. Uh, and that also had uh, Megan Fox draped over a motorcycle. Um, which is not as bad as Transformers. Which had the character who had a card in his wallet that he kept that allowed him to justify why he was 
um, having a sexual relationship with a minor. Yeah, it laminated as well. Yep. Let's move on. It's like, yeah, Bumblebee's really good. Go watch Bumblebee. Yeah, go um, and watch it, Bumblebee. Don't ever watch any of the other Transformers again. Yeah, forget it. Like, and, it was, and like, again, from a kid's point of view, this is a great jumping on point for yeah. Transformers. Yeah, if yeah, they've yeah. never seen any Transformers movies, this is, get them into it. Um, and yeah, and if you're an old school Transformers fan, you'll really enjoy this. This yeah. is what it always should have been. Go watch it. Yeah. Cool soundtrack, cool um, human cast, good story, self-contained. It's great. Yeah, I mean, there isn't really that much more to say other than no. that. It's a wicked film. It's good fun. It's not the best film that you'll see. No. But at the same time, not every film has to be. No. So it's new. It's a reboot. Get out there. Go and see it. Enjoy it. Take your kids. Take somebody else's kids. Not home, but just to the <laughs> cinema. Uh, and then have a good time with it. Yeah, man. But yeah, I think that's about it, really. I mean, uh, this is a quick one that we're recording. Um, we're going to be putting out the uh, next Grand Rewatch episode soon. Uh, that's going to be... Are we gonna, well, we're going to record it in a minute. Do we want to say? Well, we've already told them. Yeah, Unbreakable. Yeah. So we're doing the... That, was, that, was, that was less of a thing. I Sorry. was expecting you to be a bit more excitable about it. Sorry. That's fine. Fuck it's going to be M. Night Shyamalan's classic, Unbreakable. That's... That's what we needed. All right. This is why we have you here. You're the actor. You have presence. All right. You're the greatest bloody the actor, actor in this, this school. school. <laughs> Gravitas. They call it Gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> no one else can do the dramatic pause. <laughs> Right. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to do, um, yeah, we're going to do the. So coming up in uh, January, the first sort of big genre of movie of the year is going to be um, Glass. Yes. Which is turns out is a continuation of Unbreakable and Split, which are two movies by M Night Shyamalan. So we're doing the Grand Rewatch. We're going to talk about Unbreakable first, which came out in two thousand. Yeah. So stay tuned. That's the next episode coming up. Uh, but in the meantime, go watch Bumblebee. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> right. See you, see you soon. Later. Bye.